We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Great song here by OAR. I kind of liked the rain kick, but I know Nate would get all salty if we didn't play his song. Let's talk to the king of the salt, our dear friend, Mr. Barstool Nate, Eric Nathan. What up, buddy? How are you? What's the king of the salt mean? I don't know. It's something weird I said. Um, <laughs> uh, How are you guys? You went to Howard County Public Schools, I believe? I did. I went to Oakland Mills High School. Shout out to the Raiders. I have no idea what Shout the mascot to the Corp- is. To the Scorpions. The Scorpions? Whoa. Yeah. It's kind of cool. the coolest mascot that you is nowhere. No other school has it. College, nowhere. It's really cool. That One of cool. a kind. Uh, Go Scorps. I don't know that anybody else has mine. Uh, we were the Barons. Shout out to BCC. No, never heard of it. Yeah. Um, although a lady in a Lexus with a BCC sticker on the back of her Lexus cut me off this morning on Massachusetts Avenue. I was quite angry. Um, Good. You had it coming. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. So at, at Oakland Mills High School, did you ever get off school for rain? Did we ever get off school for rain? Um, They're getting kids out of school for rain in D.C. So just yeah, well, there's like a hurricane coming, right? So you got to do. We're we're about to have sixty mile per hour winds up here. I don't know how it is down there, but I can't remember if we ever got out of school for wind or rain or a hurricane. But I assume we did. We had some bad ones back in the day, but I I can't really remember in my old age. Hey, landfill, uh, file Nate under the weather snowflake category for me, please. Uh, <clears throat> all right, <laughs> let's get down to business. Um. Josh Harris spoke at length yesterday. I thought it was the most impressive he's been since he took over the team, frankly. I thought you saw a leader with a clear vision, but also enough understanding of the universe that he's allowing for fluidity in this process. Um, I love that he's kind of assembled a team of different-minded people to approach this with different areas of expertise. What was your reaction to Josh Harris yesterday? Well, let's start with Ron Rivera being fired, which I mean, I've come on this show every week this season and probably said his time here is done since week seven or so. Now, it's not not really going out on a limb, by the way. It's not nice to like cheer for someone losing their job. You never want someone to lose their job. That being said, Ron Rivera will be fine. He is very well-respected across the league. He will probably get a very cushy, well-paying front office job somewhere in the league if he wants it. He, however, was not the right person to coach this football team, especially since he was a Dan Snyder-era holdover. You know, the Harris group has to do what they're going to do, clean house, bring in their own people. It was the right decision. Thank you for your time, Ron Rivera. It didn't work out. uh, And I think it really shows what – Harris and his people need to do for the next coach, head of football personnel, GM, everything is bringing younger people who understand the game in 2024, who see the NFL differently than, you know, these old heads like Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera, et cetera. 
and who just really have just a different understanding on how to build a franchise into a perennial winner. And that all being said, I agree with everything you just said, that I like the way he sounded yesterday. I like that he is bringing in smart people to make the decisions. He's making the decision of who to bring in to make the decision, but he doesn't seem like he's going to be like, nope, uh, that's not going to be our coach. I want this guy instead. He's going to trust his guys to make the correct choice, and I like that. I really, really appreciate that. We haven't had that, obviously, in my lifetime. And uh, what we can do now is watch the interview process, You know, watch who they bring in, who they ask to interview for GM and coach, we can all have our favorites. It doesn't make any of us right or wrong. If you want this guy or that guy, it's whatever. We're just going to, as they say up in Philly, trust the process and hope <laughs> hope to God it works out for us. I largely agree with you. I, I think people are going to think, you know, people want Ben Johnson. People want Mike McDonald. People want Ronald McDonald, like whatever. Um, I very much believe in their approach. And to me, it's there's zero guarantees. Caleb yep. Williams might slip to number two. They might get him. He might flop. They might draft the tackle, and the tackle goes on to play 20 years at a Hall of Fame level and be compared to Jonathan Ogden. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen, right? Correct. And yep. there's at least a 50-50 chance it doesn't work. Probably, frankly, more. But, yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it leans towards just in the NFL not working. Right. Like, as, but, as we know, it, you have to get – you have to just get a, a lot of luck on your side. You can even have a very talented beyond that, though, I, I, I'm with you. Whatever. But, like, look at the Chargers. They've got a, a kid that I think is a stud. They can't win anything because the, they had a coach that was terrible. And, yep. you know, like, nobody knows. that This league is, is beyond fluky and crazy. But I love the way they're approaching it, and I feel like if you build a strong, solid foundation, whether or not whether or not you get it right immediately, you'll get it right eventually. And that and, feels and, different, and it feels good. JP, let me compare that to the 15-year run we had with the Washington Capitals when we won President's Trophies, we won all the division titles, and we had these great teams that you know we drafted so well, we developed these guys so well, and just all, all these years, you know, losing to Montreal as the one seed, and, and you know, just like losing to Tampa in heartbreaking fashion. You can have, you as long as you have the process in place, the drafting, the development, the player personnel, good things will happen, and that's what we have to remember. A lot of luck goes into winning championships across all sports. In a different universe, the Caps won four cups in five years with that core they put together. Thankfully, we got the one, and we can all die happy. But the process that they did with the Caps was 100% correct, and we got to watch a winning team for basically 15 straight seasons, and I don't think we should ever overlook how lucky we are that we got to do that. Now we have the chance to see that with the commies, where if they put the system in place where we have smart people making smart football decisions, you know, all we can do is put the right people in charge and hope, you know, that it shakes out our way. You know, you're dropping a Plinko chip at the top and you're just hoping that down at the bottom, it misses the one zero dollar slot and you hit one of the other slots. That's all you can do. You can do the right thing in the NFL and still fail. It's just the way it is. But right. we should be happy that they're going to not do what Dan Snyder did 
when he put the wrong people in charge, he was in the draft room himself. He was picking his friends and, you know, all this other just terrible, terrible, terrible ways of running a franchise. It looks like from what we know right now with the information we have that we're going to be doing it the correct way, and that's all we can ask for. I'm with you. I'm with you. We're talking with our friend Barcelona Nate here on the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. Of course, you're listening to Beamish and Finley, brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. Remember, if it ain't rude, it ain't right. Um, That's what I say. Nate Dog. so you and I, and it's been some time, you know what's funny is I, I don't even, like, of our show yesterday, not much of it was dedicated to Ron being out because we've basically <laughs> been, like, the Ron is going to get fired story was happening after they lost to the Bears and then after they lost to the Giants and then after they lost to yeah. the Giants again and then at you know they lost they lost eight straight like it, it just I wish Ron well he's a nice person he didn't win enough games here he 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 was dealt a he 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 was dealt a terrible hand not many people would win in that situation but he also picked the table picked the dealer and didn't play his cards very well so it's just like, good luck. Um, we'll see. I, I don't know that Ron coaches again, but that that's fine. Here's the thing with that is he, you know, two owners, three names, a thousand quarterbacks, et cetera. But the thing is he was also put in charge of building the team, drafting player personnel, et cetera. And that's where he failed, in my opinion, is zero pro bowlers, like, right. uh, you know, not building an offensive line bringing in Carson Wentz, thinking that he would be the savior of the team, giving Howell zero reps last season, and then penciling him as a starter this year. It's things like that where I think Ron dug his own grave. It, I agree. You know, he, a lot of bad off-the-field things that he had to go through, both personally and professionally, that were out of his control, and I think he handled those great. It was, it was the stuff that he was in control of where he failed, in my opinion. I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, but I also, I, I, I wrote a story this morning. I'm sure you read it. Um, I do. I kind of everything you write. I was kidding. I didn't think you actually read it, but thank you. Um, I think you're kidding. I think you're kidding though. Um, Uh, JP, if you write something, I don't care what it is. My eyeballs are on it. All right. Well, I appreciate that, bud. Um, I think I'm kind of over talking about Dan. I'm, I'm definitely over talking about Dan because he's, he's irrelevant now. Let's just wipe the books of that dude. And I'm kind of over even talking about Ron. For me, it's about moving forward and what's going to happen next. That's what so, I care about. And, and here's the Dan thing: is we're so close to getting rid of him. We we had to go this season talking about him because there were holdovers, people he brought in that were still influencing and affecting this franchise. And that's what when I was after the Bears game was at like week five. I was like, we have to get rid of Ron now because he has this stink on him from the old generation that he is going to now inject into the new generation that I want nothing to do with. And we kind of saw it with those uh, interviews yesterday with the players when they're talking about culture and we want to be winners and this and that. And you can still kind of just smell the Snyder stink on some of these guys. And we're so close to getting rid of all of it. And I'm sure by opening kickoff next season, we will be rid of it. But it still lingers. You know, we've taken out the trash, 
but you can still smell the old fish from the garbage. You know, yeah. sitting there. But a it's few out. Weeks like th- that's where I'm at. Like it's out. We're we're on to Cincinnati. So here's my. I do think there is one, perhaps, error being made by a lot of Commanders fans, Commanders Twitter, wh- wherever the mob is going. I think there is a little bit of an error being made. I, I think. You said something earlier that I wanted to circle back to, right? Um, you don't want an old guy. I, I think there is there is typecasting occurring that I caution against. I okay. don't. I don't care young or old. I don't care offense or defense. I, I don't care. I, I think you have to let the process play out, and wherever they land, if it's a dude that has coached before or not, if it's a young offensive coordinator or not. I, I don't think you should have a predetermined bias of, of what can win games, of what is effective, because I, I think my gut, honestly, like the two people I want, right? If you if I got to press a button and I was in charge, it'd be Adam Peters, and then I think Adam Peters would want to hire Bobby Slowick because the two of them have a history together. You know what's crazy? That's the exact combination I want, too. We are 100% aligned on that. That's great. Um, and Slowick is not getting enough run in the commander's online community. I think he is exactly what you look for in a head coach. Young, smart, experienced, also experienced on both sides of the ball coaching. He has coached defense and offense. He's more of an offensive mind. I, I Call me... Ages, call me whatever you want. I want the next Mike McDaniel. You know, like I want the next young, nerdy, smart, analytical, uh, player-friendly head coach. If you bring in a retread, a fired old coach, you know what you're getting. A lot of those guys are set in their ways. I want a guy not set in his ways. I want a guy who is new to the league, who has new ideas, who hasn't been bounced around and buried by, you know, just the hell that is coaching in the NFL because it takes years off your life and makes you gray at 23 years old. I want new brains, new eyes, new attitude, new everything. And guess what? If it doesn't work, well, at least we tried something new and we didn't get, you know, Dan Quinn, who you know who Dan Quinn is already. here's what I was going to tell you. In my world, if I can press all the buttons, pull all the levers, I'm going Peters, Slowick, here you go, fellas, six-year contracts, build this thing. Yep. But I think you're wrong to be immediately dismissive of Dan Quinn. That when you talk to people around the league, they swear by Dan Quinn. I, I think I, know. I think that's, the Cowboys defense that's is awesome. Oily, Dan know? Quinn has that's a because... career. Hold on. Let me finish for once. Okay. You, you do to me what I do to everyone else. Um, he has a career winning percentage as an NFL head coach over 500. He was in a Super Bowl. I get if you tell me it sounds a lot like Rivera. I, I get that, but all I'm saying is I don't think people should be closing the door on established candidates. Or Raheem Morris, dude, he's young. He's incredibly energetic. He's He connects people. He it, When he walks in a room, he breathes life into the room. But he was previously a head coach, and he's a defensive guy. A lot of people just want to close the door on that. I'm not one of them. Okay, so on the Dan Quinn front, I get what you're saying, but my point is he, what he coached, one, two, three, four, five, six years in Atlanta, fired halfway through year six after going 0 and 5. 
we we just kind of know what Dan Quinn is. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I want a fresh coach. I do, I want to open the present on Christmas morning and get a new Nintendo 64. I don't want, oh, well, you know, original Nintendo is still pretty good. I don't, yeah, it is. But I want the new thing. And guess what? Sometimes you've got a Sega Dreamcast and it stinks. And you go, well, I told you, you should have got the regular Nintendo. Fair. But guess what? Sometimes it's also a Nintendo 64, PlayStation 5, and you're like, look what we just stumbled into. I'd rather go for it with the new thing than settle for the old thing. New is always better. I I get your thought process. I don't agree, but I'm not saying you're wrong either. I don't think anybody's wrong. The, the one I, thing yeah. I find interesting, and I'm curious what you think, I like Ben Johnson, too. I, it, you look at the Lions' offense, and it's been pretty damn good. But I think that team's fairly loaded, and I think probably because of like the way he carries himself, people think that Dan Campbell is a defensive-minded coach. Like I, I think people believe that, right? Mm-hmm. He's an offensive guy. He was a tight end. Right. He, he coached for Sean Payton. He coached with Bill Par. He was with Bill Parcells. Like, I I like Ben Johnson a lot. That Lions offense is really good. I think they have a ton of talent, and I think they have an uh, like. To me, what puts Slowick ahead is D'Amico Ryan's is a leader and motivator, but he's a defensive guy. Like Slowick's running the operation. Not to mention. And maybe it's Stroud, and maybe the real reason for that success is Stroud-dependent and has nothing to do with Slowick. But I love the idea of a guy that's running his own offense, developing a young quarterback, and they they hit for me. Yeah. Uh, I. What's crazy is, so on Twitter, DC's wall said, Bobby Slowick is the next Ben Johnson. If you wait till next offseason, he will be the next big thing in the head coach hiring process, and I want us to get ahead of that and do it a year early. Could not have said it better. The way he developed Stroud, perfect. He comes from a Shanahan coaching tree, perfect. And he's young, blah, 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 everything we said before. I Ben Johnson, I, I, I kind of dove into Lions Twitter a little. Lions fans don't love him, which I thought was strange. I think he just has a good PR agency, maybe. And, like, you know, he puts himself out there as, like, the hot head coaching candidate. The people in Detroit don't seem to love him. The people in Texas love Bobby Slowick. I'm a Bobby Slowick guy. Uh, I, I, if I can cast a vote, he's my guy. Unfortunately, we do not get to vote. I don't know if you agree with me here. Talking with our friend Barstool Nate on the BetQL guest line. Don't forget, B. Mitch and Finley is presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Check them out at johnsellsdmv.com. I care more about the boss. I care more about Adam Peters than I do who becomes the head coach. I care more about who becomes the head of football operations than I do who they hire. And in fact, I want them to do the hiring. Where do you land on that? Yeah, I I think it should always go first GM. GM picks the head coach. Uh, I think that's the only way to do it. Um, I When it comes to who it should be, I, I'm not as, you know, dialed into these guys like Adam Peters, Ian Cunningham, uh, you know, Glenn Cook as you are. So I, I can't really say I want this guy definitively. From what I know about Adam Peters, he's exactly what we're looking for. And uh, what I, re- I read something yesterday that it might be hard to get him out of San Francisco. Like he seems yeah. like pretty happy. He's and from pretty, there. They can promote him. Yeah. They're paying him a lot. But uh, if you say, hey, here are the keys to the castle, you know, do what you want with it. it you know, 
we have 90 million in salary cap, number two overall pick, and an owner who's not only willing to spend but isn't going to second guess you or question you. I, how do you turn down that opportunity? At, at the end of the day, like Washington is still a major market. We're still a major franchise, major team, and we have a complete reset start over. I, it's very hard to turn down that opportunity. It's a blank canvas, more or less, like from top to bottom. We if got Adam, a boogie. If you say Adam Peters, come paint the Mona Lisa. He has to at least pick up the paintbrush. He's taking the interview. He's turned down other ones. Uh, Nate, yeah, we got a boogie. Um, thank you, buddy. Next week, we got to talk Harbaugh. Take care. See ya. Thank you. It's our guy, Barstool Nate. Up next, the weather's terrible. The voice you turn to in this town when the weather's terrible. Doug Kammerer joins the program. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I love this song. I love the drum solo. Obviously, everyone does. But I also love that it doesn't sound like anything else in the Zeppelin catalog. Like, it's like an outlier as far as Zeppelin goes, according to me, anyway. Right now, instead of being fools in the rain, we're going to learn about the rain. Our dear friend, Mr. Doug Cameron, is on the line to help us understand what's going on. Doug, thank you for making time. I know you are probably slammed with this weather. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Although, uh, you know, I'm getting calls and texts saying that you're all upset that they're canceling school because of rain and all this other stuff. That That's correct. Um, my kids are getting out at 1230 on and to me, it's raining. Now, I told Landfill this, that if Camera comes on and tells me that this is the correct decision, that I'll shut up. So, Doug, <laughs> what is going to happen today? Do we really need to cancel schools because of rain? Yeah, absolutely the uh, right decision here. The biggest thing about this is it's not rain. It's wind. If it was just rain, we'd, you know, we'd be in school, no problem at all. But it's going to be the wind that picks up later this afternoon when the kids are on the buses going home. So they want to make sure they get the kids home before the winds kick in. And that's going to be right around 3, 4 o'clock. And we're talking about 50-mile-per-hour winds. I, we're going to see a lot of trees down today. And I think that's a big issue, especially if we get the stronger gusts, which could be over 60 miles an hour. 
Um, I, I think that's going to be the big issue, especially east of I-95. But even here in Montgomery County, you know, Fairfax County, we're still going to get winds over 50 miles an hour pretty easy. And that'll that'll bring down some trees with all the rain that we've had. Okay. So this is real then. Um, is this odd to be getting like a wind rainstorm in January? It feels odd. This feels yeah, like an October kind it, of thing. It doesn't happen very often. We get these in March, and you mentioned October, right? So those are our two big months where we get those because it's really the battle of the seasons. You know, as we move in from winter to, to spring in the month of March, uh, you get these powerful storms. But we're getting them now because of El Nino, and this was in my winter forecast. You know, I, my winter forecast was saying, hey, watch out for these monster storms that are going to come in our area, and most of them will be rain, and they'll, they'll produce a, quite a bit in the way of rain, but – I'm thinking. I'm still thinking. Two or three of them are going to be snow. So that's uh, when the, when when a storm like this comes up and it's snow instead of rain, then uh, you know we got another set of I'll say problems. But you know me, I I I would love it. I dude, I'd prefer snow to this. Um, if this was a snowstorm instead of rain, how much yeah. snow would we be talking? About two feet. Damn. All right. So that's yeah. a lot of rain. That's a lot of rain, and we're getting about two inches. That's the other thing about this today, too. And I don't think it would happen with the schools, per se, although areas to the south might get a little bit earlier. But we're going to have a lot of, you know, those roads that are closed uh, normally are going to close again. So you're going to have some closed roads. You're going to have some down trees. I mean, this is a the situation that uh, is going to be playing out later this afternoon. So, you know, with the kids, and I get it. You know, we, I talked to Montgomery County about this storm last week. Oh, wow. uh, I told him, hey, it might be a good idea to, to either, you know, maybe close early or make sure you don't have anything in the afternoon. Um, his parents, you know this, I mean, we would have liked them to make that call last night sure, or so even early plan. this morning so we could, you know, make some things, make some adjustments for it. But I think it's definitely the right call. And, uh, you know, th- this is nothing right now. I mean, right now we got rain. That's it. I mean, you look outside, it's like, okay, it's a rainy day. But when this thing, when this sucker cranks up, man, it's it's going to crank up big. I mean, they had they had nearly 55 mile an hour last winds last night in Nashville. There's all kind of tornadoes going on down south into parts of. Uh, uh, they canceled school altogether in parts of Florida. Wow. I mean, a lot of Florida canceled school today. Georgia, Alabama, all because of the severe weather threat. We are talking with Doug Cameron, of course, NBC 4s chief meteorologist. You can follow him on Twitter at Doug Cameron. K a m m e r e r, um, dude. So do the do the school systems often kind of reach out to you because you know they got to figure out what to do with the kids? I'll tell you what, Jay. I, I wish they would. I honestly do because some of them don't. Some of them get their information from um, uh, other entities that are not even within our area. Uh, that's the one that gets me. I oh, mean, we've dumb. had so many issues with with certain school districts that have whether they've called it. And they said no school, or they said, hey, we're going to have school, and then they make these mis- mistakes. It's because they're not using some local people. So I would love them um, to, to, to utilize me more. I was, I was on with uh, some of the local counties recently, and uh, it, you know, our record has been, been much, much better than when they're not using somebody local. Well, dude, obviously you and I work together, so I got a dog in the fight. But one yeah. thing I always appreciate about your forecasting is that you don't try to sensationalize it. I think so no. much has happened. Like, when you watch the Weather Channel and stuff, like, sometimes they, they act like it's the apocalypse when it's like, all right, like, you're going to get three inches of snow or whatever. Like, I remember, it, was it last week or, or two weeks ago, there was talk of a Saturday snowstorm, and pretty much throughout the week, you're like, listen, it's going to be bad weather, but it's not going to be accumulating snow. And uh, I think there's real exactly. value in just being honest in your in your reporting. 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I'm not trying to, you know, every once in a while you'll get somebody on there saying, oh, you're just trying to hype this up for ratings. And I'm like, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to do at all. I'm trying to make sure that everybody knows exactly what's happening. Right. Um, and you, you got, you're in a great position with your show because you guys, you're able to talk about whatever you want for the hours that you're on. I wish I had that time. I mean, I get three minutes for, for weather on a day like today. Maybe I'll get three minutes, 15 seconds to tell you everything that's going to be happening. Uh, and that's another reason why I do my, my Weather 101 at uh, 2 p.m. weekdays right on Facebook Live, so facebook.com slash uh, Doug Kammerer. And I, I talk for a good 20, 30 minutes about these storms, and I tell you really what's happening, and I really break it down for you too. You know, like today's a day where we've got the potential for strong winds. I mean, we've got 40, 50-mile-an-hour winds. What time should the winds start? I mean, maybe people about really need to get home. Yeah, about 3 or 4 o'clock, yeah. Okay. So I was worried about that yesterday with my son. You know, he's a new driver. You know, I didn't want him on the roads after three o'clock. You know, he would have been home by two thirty probably. Uh, anyway, but I don't want him on the roads at at that time. Um, so we, you know, we just don't want that. And uh, you know, that that's that's something that if if you watch my Facebook lives, I'm able to talk to you about because there's this is the cool thing about this JP. You ready, ready for a little bit of a, a meteorology here? Hell yeah, I am. The storm system itself is coming together in such a way that this is going to be one of the strongest storms we've ever seen, we might see the strongest winds aloft at about 2,000 to 4,000 feet uh, that we've ever seen in our area. These winds are going to be howling at over 100 miles per hour. Wow. So it, there's, there's, there, there's a potential. During the summertime, we wouldn't have any, any worries about you know, tapping into those winds and bringing them down because the, the, the heat could do that. Uh, convection could do that. There's no thunderstorms or anything to bring that, that wind down. So that's our question is how much of that wind is able to come down to the surface. And if it's on the higher side, I mean, if we get into the 60s and some of the computer models are doing that, uh, especially close to the Chesapeake Bay, then you really run into a ton of issues. You have to remember severe thunderstorm warning is issue when we have winds of 58 miles per hour or higher. We're going to be close to that in a lot of areas during the day today. Wow. Um, you know, speaking of time on the news I've told Heather I'm supposed to come in today and, and do my four things for, for yeah. NBC4 Sports. Um, I am confident that I will be bumped off the air for weather. And uh, if that's the case, much like the schools, let me know so I can just go home and chill out. <laughs> um, exactly, man. But you know you know, we need you. You know, today <laughs> they asked me about that yesterday. They said, is, is today going to be a day where I'm breaking into coverage uh, with new warnings and things like that. I, I don't think so. The only the only exception for that is going to be flash flooding. Okay. We've got a flood watch across the entire area. Uh, so flooding is going to be an issue today. Of course, we've got the, we've got a wind advisory. We've got a high wind warning along the Chesapeake Bay. I mean, that's something we do not see here very often. We see a high wind warning every couple of years in our region. So, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about, about this means business. But no, man, I'm, I'm hoping to I'm hoping to see you in there. I want to. I want to know what you're saying. I mean, I, I love your take on the commanders and how we should be excited right now. And I, I, I don't feel it. I don't have it. You know, really? I, Why I, not? I, you're just disappointed from the season. I, I, it's not even the season. I think I'm dis. I'm just disappointed as a fan for so long and the mediocrity that we've had here. I mean, when you went through and how many quarterbacks uh, Rivera had nine quarterbacks. I think you said. Um, and at one time we had, we, you know, when was the last time we won a, won a playoff game? I think we've won two playoff games since 20 or 2001. Is that right? One. I, you know, it's, it's something one. like that. One. They okay, haven't won a playoff game. I, I doubled it. Du- 
for all the accomplishments of Joe Gibbs, for all the greatness of Joe Gibbs, yeah. Yeah. what what may be his wildest achievement is that he was able to win a playoff game under the Dan Snyder ownership. It's the only one. The only one. Gibbs came back. Yeah. <laughs> and he got a Hall of Fame coach that had to come back and coach his old team in order to get his one yeah. uh, a playoff win. Um, I hear you. <clears throat> You're yeah. not. With this commander stuff right now, nobody's incorrect, right? If you're not thrilled because it's been so long since it's mattered i get that i think that could change over time but i i do think we could be going into a lean season and and folks need to be aware of that um and how bad would that be for the fan base we get a new gm we get a new uh you know uh, uh, a football operations person we get a new head coach we get a, a number two draft pick. We get all these things that now we're looking for the new season, and then we have another lackluster season. That's just going to solidify what we've got here, and it's going to be so hard for, you know, for them for this for this new ownership to turn that around unless they have some kind of success next year. Doesn't have to be great success. Doesn't have to be. I, it doesn't have to be playoffs next year. I'm not looking for that. I think but if, if, they, if they don't turn this into a you know nine and eight season next year, or you know at least something around 500. I, I I I think that's a you know I think that's a major uh, major obstacle for them and and the and the fan base moving forward. I I don't think you're wrong there. I you got to think there's going to be a young quarterback at that second pick if the quarterback shows promise that that can be what motivates fans. Doug, as you know, yeah. the clock is always ticking, and we got a boogie here, man. Thank you very much for uh, for making time for us. I'll see you this afternoon. Absolutely, man. I, I will see you this afternoon. And uh, umbrellas will not work today, even though even the big, strong golf umbrellas. The wind's gonna be too strong, so you know you'll get wet coming into the office. Um. All right. I uh, I'm gonna try to park as close as I can to the building. I'm gonna park in the circle. Let Jackie Bradford know I'm illegally parking. Thank you, dude. There you go. Thanks, buddy. That is Doug Cameron. Make sure you watch this afternoon on NBC Four as he keeps you updated with what apparently is gonna be crazy weather. Landfill. I take it all back. Keep the kids safe. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. When he breaks this out at the club and the movie. Woo. Apollonia. How about this? Switch of gears. Caller number 10 right now. 800-636-1067. You win two tickets to go see the Washington Wizards Saturday, January 20th against the San Antonio Spurs. Yo, we're giving away tickets to go see Wemby. That's pretty damn cool. It's basketball day in the DMV. And the Wizards will be celebrating the importance of youth basketball Throughout the night, for tickets and the complete Wizards schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. I believe that Saturday is when the Wizards team up with Capital Hoops and have the high school tournament also. I'll confirm that. Um, but that's a really cool day. Obviously, my boy Mark runs Capital Hoops. We've had him on the show a bunch. Um, I love that. People have been, the Wizards clearly having a tough year. This is what we all wanted, though. We wanted the true rebuild. This is what it looks like. Um but I love that they do that and try to embrace high school hoops and grassroots hoops and little kids hoops. That's awesome. Uh, maybe I'll try to take the kids to that, Landfill. That'd be fun. Um, so there's a lot of news coming out today about all the interviews going on for the commanders. Uh, it seems like there's more of the GM stuff happening than the, the coach stuff because the coaches are actually coaching right now. The GMs are a little bit more available. Um Nikki Javala from the Post is going to join us at 1. Nikki's reporting that Browns assistant general manager Glenn, Glenn Cook is expected to interview today. And Alec Hallaby is, is scheduled for Wednesday. Albert Breer is reporting that Adam Peters is interviewing tonight. Landfill, 
All of these interviews are taking place at Josh's Josh Harris's home in Miami. I'm gonna play a hunch that it's a nice house. He's a billionaire. It's Miami. I'm guessing it's a nice home. Does that seem like a, a safe guess? So I tweeted that out. All I said was, I bet it's a nice house. To which our friend Dave Zangaro, who's a friend of mine, Dave does a great job covering the Eagles for NBC Sports Washington Philly, right? Dave asked me a question to which I ask you, Landini. And maybe Jeff, if he has a moment, I know he's dealing with the ticket. If you had a mansion, you had a big old house, and you could pick one of these, which would you pick? An indoor pool, an indoor basketball court, or a movie theater? Uh, I would definitely not pick the indoor basketball court because that would involve uh, too much exercise and work. The indoor pool sounds awesome, but I imagine that uh, there's a lot of moisture issues that you have to work through. So it seems like it would be expensive slash maintenance heavy. Uh, I would go with the movie theater, assuming it came with uh, one of those popcorn machines and the little butter dispenser. So I don't think I'm enough. I, I do love movie theater butter and that industrial strength melter that it must operate. Whatever whatever it is. I don't think it's real butter. I'm sure it's not. And Like butter substitute? Yeah, I'm cool. Whatever butter substitute, if it's derived from petroleum products, I'm fine with that. It's, yeah, it's delicious. Definitely made. What's that stuff that like everybody claims is terrible? BPA and corn syrup or something. That's I'm, probably what fructose. it is. Fructose. There's a lot of fructose I, involved. I love it. Tastes good. I need more of it. Uh, <laughs> do I have? I have per sources. You've had movie theater popcorn, Uber Eats to your home. Uh, yeah, I did it. Uh, did it this weekend. <laughs> um. So for me, I'm not a big enough movie guy, I don't think. Um, it'd be between the indoor pool and the indoor basketball court for me. I would lean pool because my kids would love it. I, if it was up to me, though, the indoor basketball court, because you, it's so versatile. You Sure, you'd have hoops, but you could have pickle. You could, like, you know, the kids could just run around in there. Um what I would like, and maybe it's a new year. Maybe we got to talk to our friends at Offenbachers. I want a hot tub, landfill. I want a hot tub. Now, I don't know where the hell I could put it in my home. Could I have an indoor hot tub? Put it in my basement? Do people do that? I feel like that's probably frowned upon. Um, I don't know. I think I'd go indoor pool. Um. So one interesting thing that's happening, I, I thought Josh Harris had some really interesting comments yesterday. Steve Wino asked him about Eric Bieniemy and what his future was like. And there is something telling. I, I believe in capitalism, and I believe in market economics, and I believe a lot of times the market kind of tells you the truth. Best I can tell, I don't believe anybody's requested an interview with Eric Bieniemy. It's certainly for a head coaching job. Um, I, I I am confident he remains a offensive coordinator, but I it doesn't feel like he's getting the head coaching job here. It doesn't feel like he's getting a head coaching job anywhere. Uh, there is a lot of I, I have heard the the rumors about Atlanta, um, and maybe Atlanta is waiting to hire a GM or something, but they haven't requested. 
Um, you did hear, I know B wanted to talk about this yesterday, so we can wait till yet till tomorrow when Brian's back. But a, a lot of folks kind of started to talk about the enemy yesterday. I, I liked what Logan Thomas said that, you know, you get somebody new that wants to change a lot of things, you're going to bang heads a little bit, but I respect that he was the same dude every day. Um, linemen always say they want to run the ball more, but I think there was some real validity to the lack of balance in the offense this season. And I don't know what we saw with Howell, and Howell just might not be talented enough. That's the truth. But I don't I don't know that the enemy showed he's the, the right OC to develop a young quarterback, which is, I think, going to be the next part of the plan. The next part of our plan, Mitch Tischler will join us next on the BetQL guest line. Before we go, though, I got to tell you about working with my friend, John Leahy. John has a guaranteed cash offer. It will get you instant money before you even list your property, and then he has a guaranteed buyout to ensure that you are not getting stuck with a house. You've heard us talk about John Leahy forever. He does a great job all around the DMV. Think about uh, somebody like Ashley. She experienced the Leahy difference with John and his team firsthand. She called the entire process of selling her Woodbridge townhouse enjoyable, quick, and most importantly, profitable. Ashley claims the attention to detail made all the difference. She got multiple offers over the asking price. Speaking of which, how much can John and his team get you for your home? You can find out in 30 seconds for free. Free people at johnsellsdmv.com. He has a tool on there. It'll tell you exactly what your home's worth, and he can give you the instant cash offer. The John Leahy and Fine Living Group of EXP Realty make a difference. They'll get you more money. They'll get your house sold quicker. That's why I would trust John Leahy to sell my house. Call John today, 301-900-3052, or go online to johnsellsdmv.com. What's even easier, just Google John Leahy Group and start packing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.